Welcome to this message by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Bishop Edwin Ogo is a seasoned minister of the Word of God whose messages on Christian living, church building, and the work of the ministry are a great inspiration to ministers all over the world. He pastors the Mackinac Cathedral in Oyibi, where he ministers powerfully in various services, transforming lives and raising zealous church workers. You will experience the transformational force and power of God's word as he ministers passionately to you today. Be blessed as you listen. Sleep 
sleeping in the dark that the church just can fight cause it's asleep in the light how can you be so dead when you've been so wealthy Jesus came to your door and you can't even get out of your sleep oh Jesus rose from the grave come on get out of your bed how can you be so dead when you've been so well fed Jesus rose from the grave and you can't even get out of your bed oh Jesus rose from the grave come away come away come away with me my love come away from this mess come away with me my love come away come away come away with me my love come away from this mess come away with me my love come away come away come away with me my love come away from this mess come away with me my love hallelujah hallelujah how many of you use that one talent god gave you hallelujah Oh Lord, you know I have only one talent. Only one talent. But I don't wanna despise my talent. Only one talent. I know someone who has two talents. Only one talent. And someone else who has five talents. Oh my Lord, I feel like hiding my gift. I feel like hiding my gift when I'm in the midst of gifted people. Oh Lord, I feel like hiding my talent. I feel like hiding my talent when I'm in the midst of gifted people oh lord only one talent only one talent others have more only one talent many more talents only one i need talent. to use what i have if i wanna hear and say well done only one talent. good and faithful servant only one talent. if i give 
you one talent you will be judged for that talent oh lord i have so many fears in me I'm afraid people will laugh at me Only one time. And I don't want to be embarrassed yeah. Only one time. Oh my Lord, am I falling short? Only one time. Oh Lord, am I falling short? Am I walking in fear or do I have the spirit of fear? Oh Lord, I want to use my gifts. I want to use my talent when I'm in the midst of gifted people. Oh Lord, only one talent. Lord, others have more. Only one Many more talents. Only one I need to use what I have if I wanna hear and say, "Well done, good and faithful servant." If I give you one talent, you'll be just. For the talent Oh Lord, I have the issue of laziness too I don't like working hard I like to take my time I feel tired all the time I don't like difficult things Sleeping and resting and eating, I don't wanna be bored. Oh my Lord, am I falling short? Hey, am I walking in fear, or do I have the spirit of fear? Oh Lord, I wanna use my gift. I want to be up and about doing your work, bearing my truth. Oh Lord, only one talent. Lord, others have more. Many more talents. I need to use what I have if I want to hear and say, well done. Good and faithful servant. I give you two talents You will be judged for that talent How many of you use that talent that God gave you? Alright
same again never the same again thank you for transformed lives transformed destinies thank you for I see with my eyes new roads roads that didn't exist in the wilderness but God is making a way Kadabosa especially those of you making life-changing decisions to move to other places for the kingdom's sake i see a way made where there was no way yes 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 where you are going there's already news that certain things don't exist but when your feet step there the rivers will start opening up the doors will start opening where men fell you shall stand triumphantly holding the head of your Goliath those who never saw themselves as teachers are teaching fluidly with revelations and anointings that from their lips are dripping the oil of gladness the oil for light Polimo Simandibara thank you for builders of congregation ah there are some here who by their very existence shall magnetize souls to themselves the anointing that built is being conferred 
Robi kitabosa Dito staba kiteda Ruminis kumahandaha Andamo mi bezuni manikati madoka Sinde batamahanda Nikatoba Yes, you told me earlier Lord That what they could not buy For the ministry work They shall be ordering from America and England That our churches will be stocked with High-end equipment Thank you That a wind from the west is blowing A wind is blowing Is blowing money Money into the church Money for your work Money to build Money to buy Money for access Money, 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 money Matoma Sindala Baba Lito Mita Baba Pastors are counting money Members are counting money Madaba Businesses are spreading up Shanido Sapa Thank you For the sponsorship of your work Te Bahata Ramazindaba Thank you for girls standing on boxes and preaching in outdoor crusades and souls are being won souls are being established I see oils exuding from bodies oils 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 anointings Tanuma Hinderebosa Dino Sima Rei Tasadino Mihande Kamori Gisumahanda Medino Medino Ma Mino Siminde Mahantalaba Andino Rima Mosi Mindi Mahantaba Totipia Totipia Santi Malata Arama Kazuma Yende Batumina Mandoste prima handeba Rukitusumahanda Thank you Thank you It is done
like what a man and a woman when they marry what they do for the woman to take seed this camp is that contact this camp is that contact you needed to take seed so many of you men and women here it's too late now and I'm, I'm sure you know you've heard of testimonies Archbishop Nicholas Duncan Williams has one of such testimonies when her mother realized that she was pregnant with him I, I don't know the full story but for a reason she wanted to abort him so she aborted that pregnancy twice or thrice and after four months five months she realized she was still pregnant with that boy I'm saying that not all pregnancies can be removed some pregnancies are resistant to certain abortifacients this pregnancy is one of them no devil will cause your miscarriage i said no devil will cause your miscarriage i have not had a clear meeting like this in a long time it's so clear This is the first time in a very long time. I've never worked in a camp like this camp. I mean, from morning to midnight, non-stop. Non-stop. No person to eat anything. I don't remember the last time. And interestingly, this is the camp that at midnight I feel I've just woken up. There's something here. I don't feel I'm having a camp. I don't feel it. There are many camps that I'm having. I feel I'm working. Not, not here. And yet, this is the place I've seen the most explosive manifestations of his power. This little girl sitting there, come to me, sitting by, I don't know if it's your mother or your, the big woman, the little girl, yes, you come to me. a little girl I thought you were a little girl are you a little girl how old are you 
Okay. You are a little girl. Lift your two hands. There will be a new generation of power ministers in Zimbabwe. This girl will be one of them. She will see angels in three dimensions. And talk to them before she leaves a room to enter a bigger hall to minister. No soap can erase this mark on your forehead. When you live here, every experience will build you and prepare you for the anointed ministry ahead of you. The subjects you choose in school, the friends you will have, the books you will read, the courses you will take, everything will add to that experience. So may the angel assigned to you right now carry you through and lead you to the best place. Matalas Kabada Rabasi and take your seats. Come back. Give me the oil again. You are going to have relationships with much older people than you. your biological age mates will have little to contribute to your life. You will have classmates but no mates will be in your class. Are you related to her? Lift your hands. Are you here? Here. Like someone. Hear the voice. May you see. 
like Moses may you see a bush burning but it's not consumed may you speak like Jeremiah may your lips declare the oracles of God Jesus and above all may you smell the presence where there's evil may you pick it may you sense the place that is not meant for you I've created a new you. Those who knew you before soon will not be able to recognize you because of the transforming power of the words of Spirit. We are now going to go through a period of gestation. Biologically, when you take seed as a human being, you have nine months to produce the baby. I don't seem to know what the spiritual gestational period is for this but there is nothing God gives of value that is free Yes, you will read that freely you have received and freely give because the effort you have to make you have to put in the quantum of effort if you compare it to the magnitude of what you are getting is free it's like paying 200 US dollars for this Macarius it is free the price of this thing is beyond 1500 US dollars I want you to listen to me very carefully because I'm saying something I have never heard before There is nothing you will get from God 
that will be delivered to you effortlessly it doesn't exist everything must be paid for and I'm saying that the things that are free so called free are called free because of the law of proportions that is what makes us confer the label free it cannot be that salvation is free even apart from Jesus paying for it it can be that it's free because whosoever believeth in him that's a price you pay should not perish but have everlasting life so you may not know but you pay a price for your salvation is the price of believing I'm just trying to let you understand the economy of God that things are not free <laughs> the church we have here in Zimbabwe is not a free church efforts have been made People came here, gave their lives to this work. You may not see them today, but they exist. So when you walk with God and have a mentality, especially coming from the backdrop of the African poverty crisis, that is sponsored with gifts and the largesse of the house where you sit in your hearts and somebody brings you rice and builds a toilet for you that after eating the rice where you discharge Danida has to come and build the toilet you have to sit on. It robs you of your dignity. And I'm saying that nothing like that exists in the economy of God. Everything is paid for. Anything you don't have has not been paid for. Come by without money. But you are buying. If you see an evangelist standing on the stage preaching to 100,000 people, he bought that gift. He bought it.
Nothing is free. In Acts 10 35, Peter preaching in the house of Cornelius is the one who would give that dimension of God's provision. He said, For I perceive that God is no respecter of persons, but in every nation, he that feareth God, that's the price you pay to fear God. Fearing God is the price you pay. He that feareth God and doeth righteousness, that is, that's what is right, is accepted of you. I've paid for the ministry I have. I've paid for it. For every sin I've turned my back to, I was paying. Every sin you yield yourself to robs you of the opportunity to pay. It is African Christology and theology that posits that things are free in God. Because the typical African is used to free things. So we coin a theology that backs it. That just sit down and watch. In Ghana, we have one of our most popular exports with traditional symbols and all it's called you know it is tree it's jinyami it's, 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 it's the most popular phrases jinyami j is accept and nyami is god jinyami accept god but there is nothing like except God. You see, it is that mentality that makes you sit down for a white man to discover you. There is nothing like except God. There is an effort you make. Yes, except the Lord builds. They labor in vain. But remember, even within that same verse, they labor. So there is a laboring you must labor. And there is a God you must involve in the building. But there is a labor. So Bishop David Oyedepo would say that any religion that places absolute dependence on God is an irresponsible religion. Any life that places absolute responsibility on God is an irresponsible life. Any husband that marries you and places absolute responsibility on God to provide for you is an irresponsible husband. 
any wife that comes into your life prayerful spiritual bible based vision seeing god loving wife that places absolute responsibility to the care and comfort of your soul for an angel to smooch you and god to have sex with you any such wife that places absolute responsibility on god is a useless wife rise up and remove your panties and lie down and start the work work it baby work it because if a slave queen gets your husband he won't come back home again foolish woman should I stop so we go and have this? I can continue absolute dependence on God is an anathema you got to rise up and the bible says the horse is ready for battle but victory belongs to god but the horse has to be ready for battle this african christology of a christ that comes to redeem you for having done nothing robs you of your dignity but no more in the Makane Church International in Zimbabwe we are not taking out the involvement of God without me you can do nothing so what we do is with God and the Lord working with them I will never hand over my life for God to take over my life take over and do it how can a student say God should take over his learning God should take over my marriage for who to drive my wife to the restaurant for a night out? Angels. God bless you. No wonder demons have taken over marriages and taken over homes because of irresponsible husbands. Many of you guys are bushmen. Incapable of romancing a woman making a woman feel like a woman useless man and your wives marry you and they are dreaming of their former boyfriend I should stop it should we go on a little break and come I should preach If you feel I should stop, just let me know. 
sit down with your children and teach them some maths and stop praying that Holy Ghost will take over. It is after you've taught her the maths that you pray. Jesus lifted up the bread and asked God to bless the bread. He didn't lift up air. So he looked around for bread before he prayed. Get Get some bread. Useless wives. Your rings should be removed and sold for money. I marry you, impregnate you four times. You have four children. And because of the children, you abandon me. You might as well have gone to a sperm bank to buy some sperms. You are a useless wife. Please, anytime you need me to stop, just let me know. Wake up. Tell your neighbor, wake up. Wake up. You are sleeping. Say, it seems you are sleeping. Tap your neighbor and say, you are depending on God too much. Wake up. Go and do the outreach. Did you know that even to win a soul, it's not just praying to God. He that winneth souls. Is it Proverbs 11 verse 30? He that winneth souls. That word, winneth. Proverbs 11 verse 30. Is it Proverbs 11? Yes. That word, winneth. If you check the Strong's Concordance, it is one of the meanings is marry. To take a wife that is what it takes to win a soul into the church is the same thing it takes to meet a girl at the mall you've never known and the processes you will take to relocate her from her father's house to your bedroom that's all winning so if you prayed and did nothing to get joanna then you must pray and do nothing to get a soul. But if you did something, if you bought something, if you did some knocking, if you did some engagement, if you had some wedding to get that wife, that matter girl in your house, then I, I, then I want to tell you that you are, you are shortchanging yourself by expecting God to just bring a soul into the church. It actually should be he that marrieth souls is wise. To get a soul in the church, you must do knocking, engagement, wedding, friendship, pipeline, yes, sweet talk. To get a soul, some raps, some time, some evening out. 
Kata sukati mama sundele baba. Did you get one so? You don't just wear a t-shirt and go to town. Talk to somebody of so-called Christ. Share a scripture. Say so-called sinner's prayer. Invite the person to church. Or even bring the person to church on a Sunday. And think you are done. Is that how you got your wife? I'm saying that nothing is free. Anybody who has something paid for it. Only we don't pay only with money. There is a new destiny God has asset this church into. But Paul told Timothy, 1 Timothy 1.18, this charge I commit to thee, O son Timothy, concerning the prophecies which went on before thee, that thou mightest by them war a good warfare. So once a prophetic word comes, it's time to pay for the prophecy. You've got to pay. You've got to pay for the prophecy. I tell you, you are going to get married. You've got to pay for the prophecy. If you don't pay, God's word will not come true. So Romans 3, 4 says, let God be true. God will never be true until you let him become true. He is there. But in your life, you will let God. He said, God forbid. Let God be true. But every man a liar. Many of you have made men true and God a liar. Because a lot of things God has said haven't come true. Remember the many words, the many convictions you've had about your life. God spoke to you about the kind of marriage you would have, your education, and how you are going to get jobs and your ministry, your church, your members, the size of your church. As I speak to you, God is a liar. Nothing he has said has come true. Because God must be made to become true. Let you can I can I let some sauna and I, I, need, I need to do some classes. My English is not working. If God's word ever comes true in your life, it means that you made those words come true. Amen. It depends on you. Let God be true. There is a church I am seeing with my mind's eye. It's a big church in Zambia. I see churches in Kadoma. Not a church. First of all, I see still cathedrals in Zimbabwe here. Matasandoni Mahai Kataba Indoska Prima Hande. I see churches, big churches, small churches. All most of you here in God's agenda ought to be branch pastors of small churches and of big churches. 
How will it come true? You got a war. The supernatural is supernatural. It is above. There must be a natural and then a supernatural. Tasika Baba. Tinoma Ninda Kat Ada Kaba. The era you are going to work hardest is this new era we are working in. Please say it now. Shona word for uh, work. Shanda. 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 Work. Irwa. 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 Yes, we have to irwa through Shanda. Thank you. That's why some of you are poor. We are in Zimbabwe here. You say there's no money here. Why are people buying cars? Why are people building houses? Foolish girl. Wake up! You went for interviews and you were bounced. So what should you do? We should cry? You are a lazy drone. Say it. Shanda. 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 Give you a word that I see an anointing on you, like that girl I just saw. I saw things on her. She's got to rise up and fight. You don't sit down folding your hand. Jingami. The white man is not in the He's speaking aeroplanes and you are sitting on it. If the white man has sat down for God to take over, God doesn't take over. No, 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 no. You know why it doesn't take over? Because the child of a snake is a snake. If a lion gives birth, I will not expect a tortoise or a giraffe. What do you expect, daddy? A lion. So if God gives birth to you, you are a God yourself. Yes. You are so useless. Look at your life. A child of God begging. He said, I have said to you that you are gods. And I mean all of you, Psalm what, 61, all of you who are children of the Most High. I have said, ye are gods. I want to beat somebody this morning. You can't even find the verse. A white man has made the laptop. A white man has made the app. Just sit down and learn verses so that you can find just look, find verse. A black man cannot find the verse. 
So because of that, you will die like ordinary men and fall because you don't want to behave well. He said, I have said, ye are gods and all of you are children of the most high because the child of the most high is also most high. Most high in exams, most high in marriage, most high in ministry, most high in your office, your Volvo office or Mercedes-Benz office. You must be the most high worker there. Because a child of the most high is also most high. I have said, I have told you, you are not ordinary men. You are God. Why? Because you are children of the most high. But, 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 because of your African nature, verse 7, look at it, verse 7, next verse. Because, because you are not willing to pay the price to live like gods, you will die like ordinary men and fall from your heights like one of the princes of Lucifer. They were princes and they fell from their exalted position. I pray that I will never fall from my exalted position. That's why I'm here. I'm working. Shanda. We're a pastor of a church. We've rented a place for you. You are having only one church service there. Only one church service because you are an African. When, when white men travel across France, travel across France, just get a train, ride through France, you see more church buildings than houses. When God gave birth to white men, says children, they began to behave like God. Yes. God made a bed that flies. They also made their own bed that flies. In fact, man's bed travels faster than God's bed. Nasukata, you are, you are, you are, you are destroying your destiny. This Jinyame Zimbabwean sitting down praying for God to take over. Now, wake up. I was coming. We saw horses. Did you not see horses? That's that. That's God. That's a white man. God has God. God has made horses. And a white man has also made his horse with horsepower engines. And his horse moves faster than God's horse. I should have taken a picture of that plaque. You are stronger than you think. You are greater than you think. 
you are mightier than you you are you are more oiled than you think yes and in this new era we are going to pay the price i'm saying that this free freebies i don't know about zimbabwe but there's a, in my country, Ghana, there's a part of the country. I don't say whether it's the south or the north or the west or the east. There's a part of the country that has received more aid, free money in billions over the decades. There's nothing there. Oh, you should also have something like that here. Gokwe, which receives the Aid, aid, and they have the skyscrapers, not so, and the factories, and the cars are sold there. They have aeroplanes, 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 spiritual aeroplanes. Makatusata badat. You will not lower your sense of self-esteem. I say your nothing will take your dignity from you. Nobody will take your dignity until you give it to him. Can you tell her? Do you speak Shona? Tell her to work. Ask her what doesn't she have. Do you have a husband? Do you have children? Do you have a house? Do you have a job? Do you have cars? Do you have anointing? Do you have a church? Ask her what doesn't she have. Ask her the question. What do you don't what don't you have? Say it again. Chelsea Nike, the church. Advise her to work and stop sitting down. Shanda Irwa. Irwa. The church is for lazy pastors called lady pastors. Retired people called reverends. Reverend Ebenezer should be rather called retired Ebenezer. <laughs> Tired and retired. But not me. I am a bishop. I have more fire than the pastor who was appointed just yesterday. Do I look retired to you? You must be out of your sockets. From today, the retirement mentality. Once you get a pot belly, your, your, your ministry ends. Wake up! Wake up and build your marriage. When your husband strays away to go and chase a girl, he should come home running to say, Look, I, I thought I, I was chasing some girl, but I, I, I made a mistake. You are the sweetest thing on earth. I don't even know what came over me to think that because she has got bigger buttocks than you. The things you do with your small buttocks, I, I'm wondering why she can't even come in. I'll bring her to come and learn from you. 
in case you are out of your socket, replug yourself and receive some power to work well. You see why we are having this camp? From today. Every month, all pastors will gather here. Friday, 6 p.m., you should either be here or driving towards here. Pastors and retired reverends. It's a sleepover every month. And Saturday, you pray here in the beautiful wooded areas here. You pray. Reverend Kennedy will lead us to pray. Now, every quarter, the pastors will come with their shepherds. It's prayer. I thought you were clapping your hands. The last Friday, I'll hand it over to you. You have all night in your church. Conventions. First Friday of every month. 6pm. So Reverend Kennedy is going to post the schedule on the page. I hope you are not going to forget. I won't forget. Because if you forget, I'll also forget that you are a pastor. I'm happy you are writing it down. And tell Ruby to remind you. Every three months, all shepherds will gather. We pray in the evening, go and sleep. And then in the morning, Every revelation and wisdom God has given Reverend Kennedy for us here, he will share it. Except the Lord builds. So we are winning souls. We are preaching. We are doing everything. God is now coming. We are not sitting down and just praying. No, no, no. The prayer is just one of 24 campaigns. This is called anti-Brutish campaign. In my church, they don't do Friday night, Saturday. They go on Friday night, pray through the whole of Saturday, pray through Sunday, 
They don't come to church. No church service for the leaders. As we are preaching in the church, the Bassenter leaders will be organizing the Bassen. No church service. I am allowing you because of your level of maturity to go to church on Sunday. But if you are a man, stay at home. Take it again. Say. Honey, honey, honey. Nothing is free. Nothing is free. God doesn't give free. Everything God gives is paid for. Even his love is sold. I love them that love me. (laughs) You pay for his love with your love. I love them that love me. Even his presence, you pay to enter his presence. They that seek me early shall find me. Anything you don't have in your life. I've got empty chairs in my church because I've not paid for them. The one whose church is full has paid a price. But God doesn't. Re- he told Cain after he killed his brother. He said, Why have you done this? He said, If you do well, you will be accepted. If you do what is right, God has no favorites. I am not better than you. What I have has been paid for. You haven't paid for it. Amen. I'm in healing Jesus crusade with an evangelist as a doctor when there are miracles I present. I'm not the only doctor he called. When the crusade started, he sent letters to all the doctors. After two crusades, 18 years ago, I was the only doctor following him. I'm not a member of his local church. I left his local church about 28 years ago. I've never sat in his church on a Sunday morning. There are doctors in his church. I have always been a branch pastor. See what the Lord has done. Amen. 
sit down and take account of your life make an inventory of your life you will see that your life looks like cheese with pockets of air Mommy, do you understand what I'm saying? You have not because you are a Zimbabwean. Oh, sorry. You have not because you speak Shona. Really? You have not because there is drought in your country. So why don't you have? You have not because you ask not. And asking, I'm teaching already. Asking is not only carried out with words. There are things you can do that will place a demand on someone to give you something. That is why the Matthew 7, 7 triad, the A-S-K, ask, ask, seek, knock, they are together. You don't only ask with words. You ask with behavior there's a behavior you can put up that the last favor you had is your last favor okay, there are people in my life that I've told myself this last one is the last one I, I, I think the camp can end now because what if it's a camp? Go back home, sit down, and look at your life properly. You will discover that you have made a fool of yourself. You don't have maths because you have not behaved properly towards maths. You have not because you are poor. Is that the scripture? Because you are in Zimbabwe. I said this camp marks the end of an era in your life. Clap your hands. An era. A face. A season. In ministry. In marriage. In work. In your personal life. An era. I am announcing that an era has ended. Clap your hands.
Don't let people laugh at our God. Some of you should stop saying you are Christians. You are born again because you are disgracing God. If somebody like you is a Christian, then God, God is not a proper God. If God really calls men, and he called you, then, 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 then he doesn't know what he's about. But thank God, the era where you made the call a useless thing, something to be mocked at, has ended. A new era, is that Juliana? The new era of fruitfulness has begun. Receive it now. When you point to me and tell someone that I am a pastor, he said, Yes, I give glory to God. But can I point to you and tell someone you are a pastor? Masata sata 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 tata Kasata sata tata tata If you say pastor then he has to be faster Somebody's life has changed You can't even believe that even me my life has changed this is the last time it will take you three minutes to find a verse in the Bible. Are you normal? You are a normal person? I see lives becoming beautiful again. Marriages are changing. Churches are changing. Lives are changing. Even homes are changing. We won't come to your house. Whether it's a wooden house or a hut. Wherever it's your house, it won't look like a dog's kennel. Feces and clothes are mixed up. From today, you have a beautiful house. Even if it's a wooden kiosk, inside will be nice. Receive beauty for ashes. Take your time. Concentrate on your marriage. Concentrate on your ministry. Invest in it. Invest work. Invest time. Yes. Don't expect to be like me next year. Things will take time. Your marriage will take time. But concentrate on it. Take your mind off that secretary who looks like a lizard. And concentrate on your wife. 
she'll be more beautiful than she is if you pay attention to her. Foolish man. Take your time. Stop working with betting agents. And settle down. Nobody has prospered by betting. They realize you are a fool. That's why they are coming to you. Anybody who does who has an app, a betting app on his phone, has responded to the call for fools. Nobody has done well in this life. Who has well? Ah, but the people who win lottery in in America and England, hundred million dollars overnight. Google and find out what has become of them. Anything you got overnight will leave you overnight. So stop polishing your face and converting your beautiful self into a slave queen. Christian slave queen. Settle down. You are a nice girl as you are. Pray, work, buy a cookery book, learn how to prepare meals, Italian dishes, Spanish dishes, Indian cuisines. Sit down, settle down. How to bake certain things, some cakes, and how to host people. Don't be a bush woman wearing a wedding ring. In every nation, can you sit down? Is it possible to sit down? I'm confident that a certain era has ended in your life. That's my confidence. Something has ended. You are now going to live with the dignity of a human being. Father, we thank you. There will be good, good grades in the church. Our children, they will pass their exams. Not because Holy Ghost made them pass, but we will be responsible parents. Our homes will be nice homes. As are our churches, anointings, joy. Power. Revelation. So today, I want to talk to you about the privilege of being a shepherd like Jesus. I'm talking to you. I'll talk to you. The privilege of being a shepherd like Jesus. The privilege of being a shepherd like Jesus. John 10, 
verse 11. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. A great privilege is bestowed upon you when you take up the job of a shepherd. Jesus Christ was a shepherd. He called himself a shepherd. Indeed, he called himself the good shepherd. And that is where we are driving at. Everyone here has got has got the if Jesus gave birth to you his blood washed you then you have the shepherding gene in you Amen. the little boy at the back the big woman in front If you have, if Jesus gave birth to you, the whole world has, I mean, is littered with examples of great grandfather who was the president of a country. His son became the president of the country. His son, son became the president. Even his daughter, great granddaughter, is running for senate. I mean, once your father is something, the genes I need. My father was a medical doctor. I'm not surprised I'm a doctor. It runs me. My daughter is a doctor. My son is going to be a doctor by the grace of God next year. They entered the medical school without my effort. I have not paid money. I've not seen a lecture. I didn't see any dean. They just went, wrote the exam, and cleared their ace and had access. I told the doctor that I've been a lecturer in this school, the top medical school in Ghana. I lectured there for years. I said, Can you not use my service? To this school to help my son or my daughter. So you left the school long ago to follow ministry. I thanked him and walked away. The next thing I had a letter in my house. It comes naturally. 
Drunkards give birth to drunkards. Many years ago, there was a picture I saw in the teaching. Of, I was a medical student. I saw, uh, it has never left me. It was around midday and a father and son were going towards the outpatient's department. Either they were going towards there or going towards the ward. But I have, it was a father and his son. And they were, all, they were the father was behind the son. Both were pregnant. The man and his son. The stomach was filled with fluid. It's called ascites from hepatocellular cirrhosis. Secondary to chronic alcoholism. The father was a drunkard. It is known. Every drunkard, your firstborn male will be a drunkard. Oh, yes. First male. Except God enters and intervenes. Except you respond to the call to take on the privilege to be called a shepherd. There is something about the person who gave birth to you that is magical. I mean, some of you, when you are in town with your mother, they ask, are you sisters? Is that your brother? You look alike. That's even how some mothers here know who the father of their child is. Just by the shape of the head. She knows exactly which of the seven men caused this pregnancy. I'm preaching. I'm... When you see the 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 the, the, the configuration, how the nose is, it's like it has been slapped on the face. So this is the man who caused it. What am I saying? You cannot be given birth to by the blood of Jesus. And not say that you have his genetic code. And Jesus, when he had the chance to introduce himself, never called himself an apostle. It was a writer of Hebrews who called him the apostle of our faith. He, when he had the chance, he didn't care. A prophet is standing in front of you. the great evangelist other he said when he had the chance to introduce himself using one of the five fold ministries he chose a pastor because a pastor is a shepherd in fact, in fact a, a, you see if I say a woman and a lady they're the same I cannot say, oh, this, please meet this woman. She's a gentleman. 
well, 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 now it's possible that the madness in the world has. But when people were not mad and they were normal, they were not out of their sockets. A lady was a lady. This is a lady. She is a woman. That's all. Whether she bats or doesn't bat doesn't mean she's a woman. A pastor is not a type of shepherd. A pastor is a shepherd. It's not like a variant of a pastor. No, no, no. A pastor is a shepherd. So Christ was saying, I am the good pastor. That's why I know that you'll be a good pastor. Many of you, let me tell you, let me tell you, I'm telling you that if in three years time you start smoking Indian hemp because you've come to sit here, you will drop that Indian hemp one day and pastor a church. Something has happened to you that can never be taken away from you. You've taken seed, a seed that can never miscarry. No bottle of alcohol can cause this miscarriage. No girl, no boy, finish fooling and come back like Jonah. The call will still be there for you. But make sure you are alive enough. Today, I want to inform you. You have the privilege to be like your Jesus. You sang a song yesterday about Jesus. I want to be more like Jesus. Can you sing it again, my dear? This was originally sung by B.J. Thomas. again baby
hands. Come on, if you want to be like Jesus. Yes. I want to tell you something. Am I allowed to say something here? Oh, I, we should take a break. One of you. If you are to choose one of the five-fold ministry gifts, I personally will recommend the pastor. Hold on. Because I don't know of a more appropriate door to all the five fold ministries. If you choose a prophet, you may never get a chance to be a pastor. This is, I mean, I'm not, there's no biblical that the best is it is well, i mean we all, we can all we have experienced christ we can also advise if you choose an evangelist you may never become a prophet the door so i'm not surprised that Pastor can easily operate in the fivefold gifts. It just switches from here and switches while some are stuck in one bottle. Because let, let's just interact a little. This is just outside the camp. Let's just interact a little. If you are a pastor, a pastor of a church, number one is that first of all, I mean, the biggest thing about you is that you must be evangelistic because other sheep I have that are not of this fold them I must bring so that bringing makes you evangelistic so I'm not surprised that Paul told Timothy to do the work of an evangelist was a pastor I mean I can't understand how you have a hundred members and not want to evangelize I mean, to build a church, you must be evangelistic. So that's it. You solve there. Yes. Multiplication campaign said evangelistic. You can't build a church without developing the evangelistic. We shouldn't discuss discuss this. We shouldn't waste the little time we have at this camp to discuss how to discuss how a pastor ought to be a teacher. Let's not waste time. That, that's that, that's too much. So we have put teaching aside. Yes. Yes. A shepherd is a feeder. So the teaching is 
Please listen. To be a good pastor like Jesus, you must be prophetic. In fact, the more you interact with the sheep, the more God speaks to you about them. So it was not difficult for Jesus to become prophetic when he sat with the woman at the well. I mean, it flowed naturally. You don't have to wear shiny shoes. You don't have to have a towel around your neck. You don't have to wear orange suits, pink suits to be prophetic. In your t-shirt, you are naturally prophetic. See, you have no husband. What? Mommy, if you are a pastor, you don't need to wear Aladdin shoes. With a pointed. Did you hear me? Aladdin. So a pastor by reason of his engagement, God even gives you the prophetic mantle to be, look, I, I know of a lady personally. A lady, I know her personally. She's, the church she's in, the pastor gave a solid prophecy. It couldn't have come from anywhere. It didn't take her three minutes to decide to follow the man. Pastor is a prophet. It just comes. The anointing to pastor people. Because you are a crowd. You are a crowd. I, I'm a, a Ghanaian. I've not known, I've not come to see you. I, I don't know you. How, I, how will I know you are sexy? I don't know you. I, I, I can't know you are a sexy person. But as I'm preaching, I can come and stand in front of you. And start talking about being sexy and being liking boys. Meanwhile, I thought I'm preaching, but no, no, you are the one I'm talking to. Because you, God needs you to walk in it to minister. That I, He said you must. He said feed my sheep. He didn't say feed my giraffes. It must be direct and pointed. It's through preaching I got Joanna to remove her wings. And look at her face. Are you well? Are you well? Are you normal? You are well. Of course, you are well now. No, no, no. When Jesus met the madman of Gadara, after meeting him in verse 15, the description was what it was also in his right mind. Mark 5:15. In his right mind. So before meeting him, he was not in his right mind. Before she came to this camp, she was not in her right mind. How is it possible for a pretty girl like this to destroy her face in the name of what? 
cosmetology. Nonsense. I'm a beautician. You are doing manicure when you've not cured your mental illness. Hello? You've not cured your illness. Today marks the beginning of the pastoral anointing. You won't need to have a branch with a microphone and a choir. But on your own, you'll be pastoring people in your private capacity even long before you are announced to the world as a pastor. You'll be doing the work. Did you know that the most effective workers are those who work Without making it look like work. My wife is here. She will tell you. I work best effortlessly in my pajamas at home. She has. There is nowhere I have quarreled most except in my house. On the phone. In my pajamas. If I get you in my pajamas. You will. You will. Be converted. At home. I'm not in an office. I'm not filling forms. It comes naturally. Stop doing this ministry as a. As an office work. And something you must do. You must wear. Is what? Is it crimson yellow? The woman. What do they wear? Canary yellow panties, canary, canary yellow underwear, macane green shoes. What is that? Today marks the end of your non-pastoral life. I said without a title, without a branch, without being on a list, you will naturally pastor people at any point in time. A minimum of three human beings will be under your pastoral care. The era when you walk to church alone has ended. I see people following you. Without the title of Basenta what? It will come naturally to you. Like that she sang. You are going to what think less of yourself and he didn't do something to himself. Yes, so little time he took for himself. He was more concerned for everybody else. Oh, can you clap your hands? I want to tell you something, but if you don't sit down, I won't tell you. 
know how people smoke Indian hemp to destroy themselves? They have a lot of sex and get monkeypox. Uh, do you know that you can drink and destroy your life? Sleep around with men and destroy your life? I want to tell you something that is in that category. What the best way to destroy your life is to make your life the center of attraction. I'll take it again. The best way to destroy your life is to concentrate on your life and your problems. To try to solve your problem first before you solve somebody else's problem. The things that happen to you are the things you've made happen for others. If you want to have something, help someone else to have it. It will come to you. If you want your son to be normal, help someone's son to be normal. God has made life such that you are not permitted to live if you have not helped someone to live. You are not allowed to live. You know how human beings live? We live by breathing in oxygen. And the carbon cycle requires that you produce carbon dioxide for a plant to use so that the plant can produce oxygen for you to breathe in. If you don't give out carbon dioxide, you will not get oxygen to breathe. Yes. The art students must understand it. The accident, the business, and accident. the oxygen you breathe in comes from the trees. That's why we have what you call the carbon footprints. Today, I want to tell you your best life is the life you live for others. It comes, it mysteriously revert to you if you want a lot of love from your wife give some love to her you have a testimony this morning you are in Zimbabwe you are getting a testimony from Ghana 
I want to beg you, don't destroy. You are not important. Don't let the devil deceive you. To make you think that you are so important and that your life must be the center. There are some people, if they are not at the center of activities, it's like they don't feel well. They must be seen to be the one arranging the books, the one speaking, or the one who brought the the pastor's iPad. Yeah, once once they are lost in the crowd, their high fever comes. I'm saying that you are not that important. You rather become more important when you make others also important. So you will discover. Look around here. Selfish people have no life. You will never be happy by concentrating on your life. Actually, the happiness you will have is the happiness you shared with people. In fact, the more people who are in your life, you've brought into your life cannot be mommy and daddy and three children with big heads is that the center of your life like you your husband and your three boys two girls and one boy no 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 no. it makes you not different from the cow yeah. some of you are cows human cows some of you are human dogs you are not di- i'm telling you you are not different from the dog in your kennel your fixation with your children makes you the same as the dog maybe i should end the camp shouldn't we go for lunch and count it's too much mommy should i continue mommy i should continue teaching is it good for them to hear these things? They should hear them. I mean, some of you, when you go home, because I've seen certain dogs that even care for other puppies. Yes. I mean, some of you, when you go home, you must relocate, move to the kennel, and let your dog rather move to your bedroom. You, you are the dog. I said, move to the kennel, be there and be barking with your children and let the dog go upstairs. Because the dog seem to have more care. From today, you will never live for yourself. I said, you will never live for yourself. I said, you will not any life. You you cannot be a Christian and live for yourself.
I'm getting excited. I said, I'm getting excited. Is anybody excited? So is anybody excited? Second Corinthians five. What type of meeting is? Is this a camp or a church service or what? What, what is it? Is what? Uh, we can call it what we want. I said today marks the end of making your life the center of attraction. If you really want to be a child of God, then stop caring for yourself. How, how can we take your phone and monitor your Google movements in a week? And all your movements are movement to work, your cousin, your shop, shopping mall, home, and around, around, around your friends. It's like there's no aspect of your movement that is sheep related somebody else related all your phone calls there's not even one call you have made which is a ministry call about a sister in need or a convert to be checked on how second corinthians 5 and verse 15 i feel like break dancing and he died for all He didn't die for himself. He died for all. That they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves. But unto him which died for them. That is, your life must be lived for other people through Christ. Your life must be lived. Ah, why am I here? I'm here for my, the grace of God. There's nothing I need in Zimbabwe. Amen, amen. Uh, my son is practicing medicine in Zimbabwe. <laughs> uh, forgive them for their trespasses. Can you advise your neighbor? Be like Jesus. Don't live for yourself. Don't live for yourself. In this, am I allowed to advise in a camp? No, I'm not a Zimbabwean. In Zimbabwe, can we advise? Okay. I'll tell you. In this era of financial difficulty, Find someone that you help regularly with money. Someone, everyone here, there should be someone you send mobile money regularly to. Who needs money? Who needs your help? Because no matter who you are, somebody is poor. There is somebody poorer than me. I'm not the poorest person in Ghana. There's a story of a man 
who had a lot of money, a lot of clothes, and lost everything. I think some bad decisions. He lost everything. I mean, Ruby, he lost everything till he was left with only his underwear. I'm not joking. He tried and tried. He couldn't even afford jeans. So his decision was that he would end his life. So he found a rope, tied a noose, and went into the forest, climbed a tree to take his last swing of life. He climbed the tree. Just when he was about to swing, he heard someone shout from below. Sir! Apparently he was not alone in the forest. Somebody had been following him. Ruby, can you believe that when he looked down, there was a naked man stark naked and he advised him that he, he cannot climb a tree it's difficult for him to climb so apparently his ability to climb a tree was even something that put him above someone he said I can't climb so please remove your underwear and throw it down here before you kill yourself you can go to hell <laughs> you, I, you, you, you can go to hell but if you die up there with your underwear, I can't climb and take it. So please, you remove it first and throw it down to me. The man looked at his underwear, looked at the man and descended from the tree. Because he realized that you may have nothing, but there's somebody more naked than you. From today... Ruby, from today you must have sheep you are caring for. When daddy gives you money, does he give you money? Or he is Armstrong? He, he gives money, but, but does he give freely? Once in a while. Whatever he gives you, find a girl in your school who is struggling and share some of the money with her. Your light will begin to shine. Remember, Isaac sold in the land. You know they sold in the church? In the land. Last night, I prophetically announced that those who came to stand here were sowing their lives in the land. Never in life be so poor that you can't help somebody. It is your death knell not to be able to help somebody. No matter how unhappy you are in your marriage, find somebody unhappier and encourage the person. When you are suffering worse, problems. 
in your marriage. Don't you know that you don't only give because you have? You can give without having. The Macedonian church, they were poor, but they gave. You, you, you will be shocked to know how much you can give. How much love you can give. How much encouragement you can give. As you've made yourself the center of attraction. Not helping anyone. Not making any phone call to any believer. Look at you. Has your life been any better? Focusing on yourself. Is the lot of a bull. Monkeys think of themselves. When they see bananas, they don't think of the owner of the banana. They think of themselves. Well, 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 well. Either you are an animal or you are mentally unsound. You know, there's a mental illness, psychiatric illness, that makes you concentrate only on yourself when you meet people who think only of themselves 9.5 out of 10 of such people are not normal mentally he may be working he may own a car he may be married she may have a husband she may be nicely dressed but some women are not normal that one of the ways you know that somebody has a mental illness is that the person has somehow a fixation for himself or herself. It's only about me. How about this? Why don't I have this? What is this? It's a, why don't you call me? Why this? You know the condition is called the narcissistic personality disorder. I'll just take it again. Narcissistic personality disorder. Narcissistic. From the Greek mythology about a madman called Narcissus. Narcissus. He was so fixated about himself that that is how he died. Like if, if he sees water, he just stops and looks at his face in the water. Narcissus, a fixation, and an 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 abnormal fixation to yourself, to your needs, to your to your life, to your to your to your to your problems. It's a mental. Google it now. Look, look, find it. Narcissistic personality disorder. Find it for me. Some of you are downright mad. And until you start taking medications, your problem will recur all the time. You have problems and it has, it's about me. Yes. Have you found it? Hurry up! 
Yeah, listen. Narcissistic disorder. A disorder in which a person has an inflated sense of self-importance. As we are here, you have one chair, you have one chair. She must have two chairs. Or as we are having half chair, you are, we are all squeezing. I must have one. I must be comfortable. An inflated sense is like, you see, they make themselves the center of attraction. It's a mental condition. Take it from me. It's my gift to you. Watch out. Never marry a man who thinks only of himself. You have done for. It's over for you. I pray you don't fall into the hands of a woman. I hope she's not like that. I hope so. In fact, when you see them helping someone, it's because of what they can get in return. Ask anybody with all due respect. Are you well? Please ask him with all due respect. Are you well? Ask her. Are you well? Is, is there a problem? And such women are very beautiful. You know why they are very beautiful? Because they have a fixation of themselves. So they are always in the mirror trimming the eyebrow, the hair must be done well, the face, the spot must be masked, they have this always having some tissue to clean here and they, they don't sweat they are, you know why they are not shepherds? because if, if they walk in the sun, they will sweat and their sweat will will, 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 will mess their makeup, you are a devil is there an excessive need for admiration a diminished ability to empathize like, like, like as we are here she doesn't have he doesn't have they don't have but I, always, but I should have me, 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 me. and often psychologically abusive behavior narcissistic some of you are mad and hello anybody who has tasted the love of God and cannot love others is a mental patient when we close from church five minutes they are in their car driving home they are going to have lunch at home they can't hang around, have meetings. With the, so it's family, family out. They are going to this hotel to have lunch with my wife and my. It, it's I, I blame God. I blame God. Yes, yes. And I'm sure God regrets that He put money in your hands. Yes, because if you didn't have money, you'll be with us in the church. It's because of your capacity to pay for lunch in a hotel. That's why you will go to the hotel and abandon those of us without education, without food, without accommodation, who are in the ch-
I don't know where I'm giving. I, 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 I'm talking about something. Let's go back to the book. We need it. We need this. You have a need to be admired. You are the one I would rather advise to gather about 100 people, love them, feed them, pray for them, so they become your children and always say, Mommy, your hair is nice. Mommy, you are looking nice. Mommy, your blouse is nice. Mommy, your shoe is nice. Mommy, your house is nice. Mommy, your nose is nice. Mommy, your, your, you, you are a twerp. Lift your hands and receive healing. Healing of your narcissistic disorder. You are not well. Receive healing now. Let the blood of Jesus that was shed for others. Let it be poured into your veins. So you will think of others. Who told you you are important? Can you sit down? I'm feeling dizzy. Sorry, sorry. told you that you will not be the same again. Already I'm seeing Joanna. The camp hasn't ended. Now as I'm preaching, it's so, it's so easy for me to come here to look at this place. The first night, yesterday, I was always here. Because no, no pastor wants to be preaching to a witch. We want people who receive us. Who are, I, can't, I can't function well when I know there's a devil in the area. But now, I'm always coming here. You will never be the same again. Your house is changing. Your marriage is changing. Your ministry is changing. Your prayer life is changing. Your Bible life is changing. Receive a change in your life. I told you, this camp is the last camp you'll be sitting here using two minutes to find a scripture. Are you well? You are well. Then clap your hands for yourself. It's not lipstick. It's not lipstick. You are a bushman. That's why I think I'm using lipstick. Am I gay to be wearing lipstick? Hey, from today, you will love others. I said, you will love others. 
you will spend less of the money on yourself than on other people and you watch how it will come back to you keep clapping Jesus Christ was a shepherd. What an honor it is to join, to join Jesus Christ himself in his chosen profession. The shepherding office is very important. That is why Jesus himself did that job. And I've told you, the shepherding office is the same as a pastoral office. You don't need the title pastor to be a pastor. In fact, in Swahili and Yoruba, the word for shepherd and pastor, they're the same word. The Swahili word for pastor is the same Swahili word. Is there anybody who speaks Swahili here? It's the same. Is there any Nigerian here? The, 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 the Yoruba word for shepherd the shepherd who takes care of sheep on the field the sheep who, which, which are grazing the man who, the, the shepherd in Yoruba the word is Olushoaguton and the pastor of the church Pastor Michael he says Olushoaguton a shepherd is the same as a pastor once you start pastoring shepherding five people you are on your way to five thousand before you die you will stand in front of five thousand people to speak to them If Jesus loved it, why don't there's the song Jesus the first love? Jesus, Jesus. Yes. Can you sing that song for me? Yes, do it for me.
hear that? You are so beautiful. Jesus is not telling himself, I am so beautiful. If you want to hear that you are pretty, give birth, love people, and let them tell you that you are so beautiful. Everybody wants to hear that he is beautiful. But it is madness to tell yourself you are beautiful. I am beautiful. Mr. Beautiful. (laughs) But it's nice when you say to her, he is beautiful. It's so nice when when she tells her that look at that girl, she's beautiful. But to get up and say, look at me, I'm beautiful. You are mad. Narcissistic. Matako Ask your neighbor, are you suffering from NPD? NPD. Are you are you are you well? Is she well? She's well. Ask her. Are you suffering from NPD? Narcissistic personality disorder. Are you well? Jesus. I mean some of you make Jesus. Regret dying. On the cross. Yes. He should have died of malaria or typhoid. Typhoid. His death or cholera. His death was too brutal. For you to be sitting in the church Folding your arms And have nothing to give the next person You wait and see Jeremiah chapter 2 Verse 19 Your own wickedness will correct you Yes Your own wickedness And your Because you, you are not interested In being spiritual Your backsliding will reprove you It's in the bible is it in the Bible? Have I misquoted? Yes. Be very careful not to have wickedness in your heart. Where it's, it's like nobody matters. I should be fine. Look at my face well. I'm telling you. Not all prophecies are prophecies of visas and marriage and pregnancy. Look at my face. I am saying that your wickedness will correct you. If I can't change you, if he can't advise you, if life will, if, even, if, if your own experiences will not modify your behavior, then we are left with your own wickedness coming to play. You watch yourself. You didn't know there was uh, Jeremiah 2.19? It's in the Bible. I learned this verse because of some wicked leaders I have. I've written a letter to them. You cannot be a pastor, a shepherd. This, this is just, I'm not charging for this. This one, please take it out of the charges. 
You can't be a shepherd without rebuking people, correcting people. That's a bogus father. You can't correct anybody. That is actually why you must love people. Because you cannot rebuke somebody you have not loved. You see how I can shout at you easily? I have loved you. My coming here is an act of love. You don't think I have anything to do in Ghana? Come to Ghana and look at me. It's here that I am nothing. In Ghana, I'm a prince. So if I have carried myself to come here with my keyboardist, my singer, if you look like a witch, I will tell you. (laughs) Because, you see, Jesus said in Revelations, he said, whom I love, I rebuke. So love comes before rebuke. If you try to rebuke some, of course, it's not wholly true. You can rebuke somebody you have loved and the person will have high fever. But normally, the normal people, the, the normal ones without NPD who have received love, they will respond well to rebukes. know this one you can't go pouring love and care on people as a shepherd without correcting them if it's time to correct correct let the devils go to hell let the what Why is being a shepherd a privilege? Why? Number one. A shepherd is privileged to help people prosper. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. It simply means that to be a shepherd you will make people not want yes is the fact the lord is my shepherd i shall not want sister mavis is my shepherd i shall not be in difficulty Brother Jack is my shepherd. I shall not be poor. Sister Betty is my shepherd. I shall not have need of direction for my life. You see, you must have to give. So anybody who makes people prosper, himself prospers. He that watereth shall be watered himself. So one of the ways in to to walk in indescribable prosperity 
is to help people to prosper. It's a privilege to help someone to do well. Because, why is it a privilege? Because it is your sure route to doing well yourself. So when you see a shepherd, he is walking in an unparalleled privilege of helping people. Now it is through helping people that he helps himself. Number two. A shepherd is privileged to provide good food for his sheep. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. The best food for sheep is a green pasture. If you were a sheep, you would love it if your shepherd led you through green pastures. Jesus said to Peter, if you love me, feed my sheep. The burden of owning animals is their dependence on you for food. Makata. I'm saying something here. Actually, I'm reading. The burden of owning animals is their dependence on you for food. You know, you know why you don't read your Bible? Because you are not feeding. No one depends on you. Yes. And because no one depends on you and you don't read the Bible, you will therefore not have wisdom to solve your personal life's problem. Can I take it again? At your age, you have no sense in you. Your choices, which man to follow, which friend to have, which girl to be like those, it's like you have no sense because the source of all wisdom who is God and his word to us, both God and his word are outside your desire patterns. I don't know what problem in my life. I don't know. I, I mean, that I will not have the solution for. Not know what to do. Because I am filled with the word of God. I mean, I diagnose it from afar. Do you know why I'm filled? I'm just like you. You see, don't see me as a special man, God has selected and blessed and I'm not special. We are the same. The difference between you and I is that unlike you, I feed people. Not that I am an architect and you are not. When people depend on you for food, you will look for food. And the food of oh, the scripture, the food you feed your sheep becomes the food you eat yourself. Mm. Find it for me. 
a shepherd eats the food of a sheep. What your sheep eat can become your food. It may be more refined. The sorghum, the millet for cows is the same thing we also eat. Hello? Are you with me? Even if they eat the husks of the sheep, of the, of, the, of the millet. You must have the millet to remove the husk. And once when you give them the husk, then you eat the food that is inside. The absence of wisdom in your life is that you are not a seeker of wisdom. And you are not a seeker of wisdom because no one places a demand on you. I am privileged to be a shepherd who feeds because what I feed my sheep with I'm also feeding on it. I cannot advise you about your marriage and not apply that advice to me. That's why I was saying last night that Lucifer, even in his present fallen state, has enough to be wiser than you. Yes. Everything he was using to minister to God, he carried with him. He knows. I mean, think about it. How was Lucifer, Satan, able to hold Jesus' hand and walk him through town and climb the pinnacle? It was at the top that Jesus said, no. Read your Bible carefully. He taketh him. Am I reading that? Look for. Look at verse 9. Well, he brought him You don't know who you are dealing with. Satan, look, I'm saying to you that many of you are harboring happy devils. Yes. The demons are happy because they've been able to make you feel that you don't have such things. He brought him unless I'm not reading the Bible well. Is that another translation? Maybe my understanding of the King James. Can I have a New Living Translation or something? Maybe I'm misquoting the scripture. Ah, this one is even worse. You may need to sit back and ask yourself how far the devil has taken you. He took him through Jerusalem. First of all, to Jerusalem. Through the town. And he, they, 
He managed to get Jesus to climb to the top. It was a stairs. They took the stairs. Satan led Jesus. He is more powerful than you think. It is at the top where he said, if you are the son of God, jump off. And the next verse is what Christ says. He said, devil. For the scriptures say, he orders his angels. Don't be too judgmental. When you find a man has been able to take a girl along a certain path and at the last she says no don't ask but why did you even go that far with him oh, oh, you don't seem to understand are you educated you understand english i'm saying that don't be judgmental when a man has or a girl a sexy girl has been able to take a man along a certain point to the highest point and say, no, I will not. Don't say, ah, but why did you even go? Why, why, why did you even visit her? I don't know if I'm preaching this morning. I feel like stopping the preaching. The devil, he is here. He's here. He's in your life. He's worrying you. He's controlling you. He's, he's, he's influencing. I'm saying that you must sit back. It's like how you sat back. Sit back and ask yourself, how far has he taken you? Because you will not know that he's somewhere in your life. You are on a journey. How Jesus allowed the devil to take him from wherever he was in the wilderness. He was, he was fasting. He, 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 he stopped the fasting. He stopped the prayer. And allowed Satan to take him out of the wilderness to Jerusalem. Jerusalem. Somebody who is fasting in the wilderness. Be very careful. Those of you scripture union sisters and brothers. Because life is not as simple as you. Oh, but why did you? But how did you? But, 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 didn't you see that he was a sexy man? I, I, I mean, couldn't you see if you, if you want to be? No. The text. You won't know when you are in Jerusalem for the wilderness. You may think you are praying. Before you know you are in town. Can you tell that brother to be careful and advise him, advise her also? Be careful. Be careful. Because your words, your words, one pastor told another pastor about another pastor. He said, his words will hang him. It was three months. One of the, the maybe the top maybe i don't know of a more senior disaster to happen to a pastor that i my little life i've seen 
when you are describing some talking about some, i'm saying jesus he was supposed to be fasting how he stopped the fasting to go to take a walk to jerusalem i mean a man who should be in the wilderness fast is now climbing buildings and you you don't know how he is climbing that's why you see you must honor your father even if he's a drunkard honor your mother because you don't know how he got to be drinking Oh, but how, how, how? So as we were climbing, who, who do you think you were climbing with? <laughs> All that time, who do you, by the way, how did you enter Jerusalem? Were you not in the wilderness? So you couldn't see that it was the devil leading you? Tell your neighbor, things are not as it's straightforward as you think. Be careful. Advise her. She's standing by you. Advise her. I was saying something before I came here. I don't know what I was talking about. I'm saying that the devil is complex. So don't depend on your university degree. Don't depend on your local folklore. Don't depend. And some of you in the university, you didn't pass well. I will advise you, my son, Proverbs 3, verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own wisdom. You'll be surprised that you are falling. But in all your ways, acknowledge him. That is, lean on him. And he will direct your way. Ladies and gentlemen, position yourself in the church in such a way that you are constantly seeking the wisdom of God. And it is by shepherding because you feed people, you are required to many of you, many of you parents, by the grace of God, you don't need to work. Most of what most parents are doing now is for their children. Kai, 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 kai. So having children imposes on your life a burden to look for money. Having children, having spiritual children imposes a burden on you to read your Bible, to study the word. And as you are studying in the name of going to feed, you get some wisdom for yourself that you lean on in your difficult times. It's a privilege to feed people because the food you feed her with is a food you A shepherd, hi, 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 hi. A shepherd is privileged to lead people. You see, he leadeth me. 
beside the still waters. I, I, feel, I feel something. Leadership is an important privilege of shepherds. Every shepherd is also a leader. Many people are scrambled to be leaders because of the privileges of being a leader. Indeed, it is a great privilege to be a leader. Everything in a nation, in a church, or a group rises and falls on the type of leaders there. In certain countries, you can literally see the countries come alive under the leadership of good leaders. I pray you are the next person to appear in an area that has suffered the death of leadership. But your appearance introduces new life. Receive life so you can give new life. My dear friend, I want to tell you, I want to tell you, if you are a shepherd, what will you do? What's your work? You will lead people to what? Do you really think, mommy, that you are going to lead sheep to gamble? I mean, a shepherd will lead a sheep to go and gamble? On a normal day, a shepherd will lead sheep to pray. Will lead sheep to the camp. So you thought you were bringing sheep to the camp. Not to the you yourself. By bringing them, you expose yourself to that wisdom. That's why I said, any decision you take because of the ministry ends up becoming the right decision you should have taken anyway. You took your children to watch a movie. A movie you thought you were not interested in, but it's for the children. Not knowing that there, in the movie, for the second minute, you will see something in the movie that will give you the greatest wisdom for your business. I'm saying that as you lead people to do the right thing, you end up doing the right thing yourself. Because some of you, without leading people, you will never pray. You know yourself. Give me away. Let me go to them and talk to them. Your prayerlessness. Your no praying life. Your, your life of no Bible study. You have quiet time only when you are happy. Yes. There are people who have their quiet time only when they have time. That's why you call it quiet time. It's on, you didn't get me? I said it's only when they have time that they have quiet time. They have quiet time. But in life, there's no time. There's no time. I'll take it again. I'll take it again. Some people have their quiet time only when they have time. But life, as you know it, mommy, there's no time. So if you don't have something that puts pressure on you to read the Bible, you will read it once in four months. 
Do you understand? I said on a normal day, as we all go to school, go to work, we write assignments, we go up and down. There's no time. There's no time. There's no time. It is only when there is an extraneous pressure on you. If there is no pressure on you, you will read the Bible only when you have time. But if you are going to teach someone this evening, even as you are driving your car, you'll be looking at the verse on the right, on the right side. Yes. Audio Bible. Because you are going to teach somewhere, you will, you will take your audio Bible and go to First Timothy 4. Hello? Oh, you don't understand English at this time, you see? Do you understand English? Yes. So when you have no one to lead, it makes you directionless. It is leading people that gives you direction. You watch the pastors who are coming to pray here every month. Watch their marriages from now. Watch their businesses. They are not coming here to pray about their businesses. If you are a man, give them one topic or their businesses. They are coming to pray. If you are a man, <laughs> they are coming to pray about the church. Converts, basentes, services, spiritual life. They are not coming here. They, grow, they are not coming here to pray about their marriages. They should go home and wear good panties. <laughs> One husband was complaining that his wife these days wears panties with holes in it. And the wife's response was that it is for cross ventilation. We are not coming here to pray for marital happiness. What are we coming here to pray about? Church growth. But the prayer for church growth, I'm telling you, will solve your need for a house help. Oh, I don't know. I want to beg you. I beg you. Find someone to lead. You yourself will find your way. I'm a pastor of a church. You can go to Facebook and look at my church. Look at the pictures well. My chairs are empty. By coming here to have this camp, I have had more wisdom than I had before I came here. So I thought I was coming to lead you. Apparently, I'm leading myself. That is why shepherding is a privilege.
anybody who is not leading anyone is lost life is a maze m-a-z-e it's a you cannot easily something must guide you it's the hand of god that must hold you to guide you and nothing brings you closer to god Solomon prayed and the answer God gave him was that because your prayer was not for yourself but for the people I will give you what you've asked for them and I'll give you more when God sees that your prayer is not about your business but for the people he gives you the prayer but also gives you more What do you think is a bit of more than you can carry? We always ask God for what we can carry. But he gives you more than you can carry. Sir, sir, sir. Sir, are you listening to me? It's not God's will. He has never planned it. To only answer your prayers. I will show you things you've never seen. He said, I has not seen, nor ear heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man. The things, the things, the things God has for them that love him. Do you know how, how, do you know how God can answer more than 100% of your prayers? When you pray for them. Every prayer you pray is answered. Plus, prayers you have not prayed. If you ask me to tell you when and where I prayed for certain things in my life, I have no answer for you. Where I prayed to get the car I'm driving. Where I prayed to have the house I'm living in. Where I went to pray to have the wristwatch I'm wearing. I don't... I, I, I didn't buy this watch. I've never... Pray, can you imagine me kneeling down and praying to go for a wristwatch? No. But my prayers are for the people. To lead them. He said it to Solomon. Because your prayer was to lead my people. I will give it to you. And now, in addition, things you have not asked for. Did you, did you know that you don't know what is best for you? Did you know that? You know you don't know what is best for you. It is not in a man to direct the steps. So, the prayers you pray for yourself are not likely to be answered by God. Because you are nine out of ten possibility, probability that your prayers are not good prayers. But you can't go wrong when you pray for her to be spiritual. So when you pray for her to be spiritual, God answers the prayer and then gives you what you've not known that you even need. So your real needs are met by God without prayers. 
all night to pray for yourself. You are praying for a girl who loves somebody else. And you are used two hours of your all night. And you pray till you begin to dance. Let's pray for our marriages. When God intends to kill that woman. So you can be free. You are rather praying that the marriage should be revived. Can you sit down? I, I feel dizzy when you stand. Number what? A shepherd is privileged to restore the souls of people. He restoreth my soul. That's three. Every shepherd is a guide and a leader of fallen souls in need. Tell your neighbor, I never knew shepherding was such a privilege. I don't tell a person, I don't know why I have missed out all these years. But no more. Say the years of living like a cow has ended. I'm starting a new life as a human being bought by Jesus' blood. Say, keep watching me. The privilege of a shepherd is to restore people. The privilege of a shepherd is not to give up on anyone. Yes? The father of the prodigal son didn't give up on him. He was sitting outside looking afar. Yes? Because when it comes to son, father, mother, son, mother, daughter, father, son relationship, the burden of pursuit is always on the son. Sons chase fathers. Fathers don't chase sons. The burden of pursuit is on the daughter. Mothers don't chase daughters. If you don't like your mother, go to hell and you will end up in hell. Are you aware there are sons who don't admire their fathers? You watch how their end will be. I say, even if you have a picture of Jesus being led by Satan, be careful. It's not as simple as you think. 
if you are a good shepherd. People will wonder how you are able to work with certain people. People ask me, how are you able? How are you able? I mean, I had a son. Everybody was against him. Everybody, because he's troublesome. You know, this, there are some people, when there is peace, they are not happy. No, no, no. Are you like that? They don't like a place where everybody is happy. We are all, we are just flowing. We are eating like, we are like, we, no, no. They must cause problems. I told them, I said, don't touch the son of mine. I said, what you are saying, I know it. I defended him. So, because if I left him, he will be maltreated. I always carried him with me. Anywhere. Even my international travels. And to keep him busy, I gave him a camera to be taking pictures. Today, he has one of the highest positions in the ministry of Bishop Dagi I mean, he can easily, pound for pound, he can easily be at a higher level in the ministry than I am now. But if I had, if I had given him up to the wolves, he wouldn't have been around me for prophet to see him. But what do you think? The nightclub? Church? So, so, so don't be disturbed. No matter who you are, you will give birth to abnormal children. And, and he's not the only one son I have. I've got other children who are just troublemakers. Yes. Even some are here. Some are here. It's like the, the, how we are happy, we are in the camp, we are dancing, taking pictures. No, no, no. Someone has to always cause problems. There must be some problem. But I'm saying to you that if you are a good shepherd, you won't give that person up to be eaten up. Because Charlie, it takes time for people to come to their senses. Because I expect you to have come to your senses far earlier than this time. So if it has taken you time, that allow someone time. Yes. Okay, you don't like the message I preach. So, um, get me out of shepherding. Let me just preach on shepherding. It's an injection. It's painful. Go and sit down. Let me. Preaching. Go and sit down. Foolish boy.
those who are written off by others will become your jewels when you become a good shepherd yes today as i stand here i wish that i had him in my life now the work he's doing somewhere if i if he was doing that work in my life oh i'll be i'll be 10 times bigger yes so ask your neighbor take your time As I stand here, there are still sons and daughters I miss. Why? Hey, you, you wait. When you give birth to your own. <laughs> May you have the privilege to say that you restored somebody's soul. The soul is the mind the emotions, the feelings. Yeah, take time. Don't be, don't be hard and harsh. Give yourself the privilege of saying that I. No, by the way, those of you who are these SU guys, oh, the Lord did it. The Lord, when Jesus sent us, He didn't say we should go and let Him heal. He said, "You cast out the devil." If I. They are together. Preach the gospel. Heal the sick. Cast out devils. Who is preaching this morning? I'm preaching. My podcast doesn't have Jesus' name on it. <laughs> if I am preaching, then I should cast out devils in you. Take responsibility. Don't leave, don't give your children over to God. Work on them. God told you to cast out. Use whatever means to make sure that by the end of the day, the demons have left that boy or that girl. It's your responsibility. It's not Jesus' responsibility. So wake up and take responsibility. It's your responsibility. There are people around who are waiting for you to restore their soul. They are broken people. People are broken. The past. Their past mistakes have given them a mind about themselves. Which is not true. You must begin the work of changing their minds about themselves. Wake up and restore their souls. And that privilege, the journey you will take somebody on to restore her soul.
By the time you are done with her, you yourself have got your soul restored. Number five. We are taking a break. A shepherd is privileged to be with his people in the time of their difficulty. That's a privilege. And I'm going to tell you why it's a privilege. A shepherd is privileged to be with the people in the time of their difficulty. Verse 4, Psalm 23. Yea. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil. For my shepherd is with me. Madaka Satabatabababa. A shepherd is privileged to be with people. In their time of great crisis. He must be physically present. At the scene of the trouble. This is why. Heads of state make an effort. To appear at disaster zones. When things happen. Presidents are criticized. When they do not show up. On the scene of tragedy. Sorrow or death. A shepherd will attend more and more sad functions as the years go by. A shepherd is expected to make himself available in the valley of the shadow of death. I'm I'm coming to you right now. I'm coming. The valley of the shadow of death speaks of the dark places and difficult seasons of life. A shepherd has the privilege of standing with the sheep in hospital. A shepherd has the privilege of being in the home of bereaved ones. A shepherd has the privilege of being at the funeral home. A shepherd has the privilege of being at the graveside. A shepherd has the privilege of wielding a rod and a staff to comfort the sheep. You see, those of you who want friends, who want people around you, one of the ways to have sons and daughters in your life is to make sure you are there with them in trouble. A real shepherd should, should be attending funerals. You don't send someone to represent you. Yes. Did you get me? Those of you big men. Of a church of 500 members. Oh, this side. Oh. Oh, they are here. They are here. They are here. Oh, they didn't come for the camp. You see, when God created Adam, are you listening to me? 
Now look at my face. Look at my face. Your life, mark it somewhere. A day will come. You will need people around you. No, I'm not talking about when you are 90 years old in your hospital bed. Now, one of these days. Okay. Now, the people who gather around you will not be people you fellowshiped with in their good times. Somehow, we have been wired to remember our difficult times more than our happy times. Somehow. So, the value people place on you is not the contribution you made to their lives when they were happy, but rather when they were sad. So when you are not there, when somebody is sad, you diminish significantly your value to the person. I can tell you, I've had great moments. I don't even remember the people who were with me in my happy times. Times of victory. I mean, when I... It's only pictures when I say, oh, wow, so this person was there for my graduation. This person was there for my eldering. My child said, oh, wow. But... I remember every face that stood with me when I had a problem. There's a particular problem. I have marked everybody who appeared in my life for that one month. And beyond. Say, I'm saying that I I, I guess it's part of our evil nature. Because somehow we don't remember good. When someone does good to you, you seem to always remember the person's mistakes and not what the not the good things. Oh, I'm preaching to somebody. That's how we are as human beings. And I'm saying that we have not been wired properly. There may be some wiring done, but we 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 don't seem to value the people who are with us when we are rejoicing. Our most intricate wiring is done in the area where we remember our pain. In the valley. So if you are the type who doesn't appear in valleys, but you only appear at the top of the mountain, you will not have people to stand with you in your time. When David was recounting his relationship with his shepherd in Psalm 23, there was no point where he mentioned some mountaintop experience. No, no, no. Valley of the shadow of death, prepare the table for me in the presence of my enemies. I mean, because that's how we are. We remember our sad days. We remember our sad times. So if you are the type who sends people to represent you, when members are sad, but, but when they are having a party, because there will be nyama, nyama, nyama. You appear as a big man to eat nyama. 
at the high table. <laughs> Three bone steak. They, should, they will serve you first. Foolish pastor. They see you that you like food. And I'm telling you that. Look, if I will, I, my value for you, my, the value I place on you for attending my, what, my birthday is two, level two. I will place level 86,000 on you for being there when my father died, when my mother died. We are somehow wired to remember our sad days. And so, if you see anybody, any pastor, who seems to have people around him, go to each of them. They will tell you when he appeared, not to eat nyama, but to be there in their pain, in the hospital, when the father died, when the child was sick, when he was thus, when I had this problem, when my car was there, he was there. 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 That's shepherding. True shepherds don't appear when there is nyama. Jesus appeared at the wedding when the wine had run out. Some of you are just there to drink wine. Rather. When you hear your member has built a house, then you go there with oil to pray. Because when you are leaving, there will be a little money in an envelope. Because, because when he has an accident and his car is on fire and you appear there, there's no money. He can't give you money. I mean, they want your money. His son is in the hospital. You are coming to expect money. No. Rather, you are that bringing money. Even if they offer you. Why would you refuse to do I can see the bills you are paying, the medications you are buying, the surgery. I should give you money. I'm talking to shepherds here who are specialist birthday party attendees. I'm preaching. Specialist outdooring attendees. I'm saying that you, 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 you do that, but you will not have anybody around you. Because they will not remember at all. What they remember is the valley experience. May God give you a burden. A burden. I said a burden. From today, may it not be all about yourself. I pray that you will overcome the fixation to your own problems. The fixation to your own needs. I pray that you are going to overcome it and begin to concentrate on somebody else's issues and somebody else's needs. Father, help them and let them stand tall in their difficult times. Clap your hands. And in the same vein, it is a privilege. You see, why is it a privilege? Because when you appear in a person's valley of the shadow of death time, that is when you win the person's heart towards you. 
The same way, number six, I'm giving you just seven points. This is number six. We are taking a break. A shepherd is privileged to help the sheep overcome their enemies. A shepherd doesn't appear to help the sheep love their friends. What places value on you is your capacity to help people to overcome their enemies. The enemy of alcoholism, the enemy of sexuality, the enemy of sin, the enemy of weaknesses. It is when you appear, thou preparest a table before me. Marigo Taba. Some of you need to understand as a shepherd, it is when somebody has enemies that you make life comfortable for him. When everybody has abandoned him because he's an alcoholic and a pastor. That is the time you appear and shower love and comfort. Everybody has enemies. You don't abandon people. In fact, come to think of it, I saw somebody. I just remembered him. As soon as I saw him, I remembered that he didn't appear when I was in a crisis. I was surprised that I linked him directly to my crisis. When everybody has abandoned her because she was caught in prostitution, adultery, that is not when a true shepherd sticks. That's the value. Not when he's got friends and you join, you mix up with the friends. I pray God will touch your eyes and give you the capacity to notice when people's enemies appear, when people's challenges appear, and receive the grace and the strength. Look, my dear, even when you are not called pastor, just appear. That's why I was very angry with a brother who attended somebody's father's funeral without informing me because. He was stealing the person's heart from me. That was my interpretation. He, he's a true shepherd. I made him the shepherd of that person. But to appear there without my knowledge, it's, it's, it's a bad sign. It's a bad sign. Because I would rather prefer that you had appeared there on his birthday party, during his birthday party. But his father has died and I don't appear I, you don't tell I'm not even aware that the, the funeral is on and you are there in your clerical cassock. What are you doing? From today, note when people's enemies arise and go there and stand by the person. One pastor's child died and I was going to bury him in a region. I went and told him. I said, I can't see myself in my house. 
as you are going to marry your son. I want to take a car and come there. Is that fine? Not only that he that registered. Later he sent a message that some of his shepherds or whatever shouldn't come for them. But he told another senior pastor what I had told him. He said, Pastor Edwin said that he can't see himself in his house whilst I am standing by the graveside. And by the grace of God, I was standing there by him. You think he will forget? Relationship based on hair dye color and whether it's silk or silver or brown, the, the size of the blouse, the style that the side is up and this is down, or whether the, it, it, this is a hipster or what. Stop this cheap. Find, find people in pain. Look at faces. Look at faces. This one is in pain. This is okay. He's not happy. And go. Is everything okay? You are rather looking and looking for people whose 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 uh, uh, back pockets are bulging. So when their pen falls, you pick the pen for them in case it may take some ten dollars and give you. You are a devil. Hey, can you touch your eyes for three seconds? Father, touch my eyes to see anybody around me in pain. Let my life not be about myself only. Let me go out to the other place and see, are they okay? Is she okay? Father, touch our eyes in Jesus' name. And I'll tell you, look at me. Nothing, where you are sitting, if you count five people to your right, five to your left, five in front, five behind, and you draw a circle, somebody has pain around you whose pain is deeper than your pain and the way to heal your pain is to help that person heal her pain A shepherd is privileged to anoint the sheep. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup I don't remember the last time I had a camp like this. My cup 
a shepherd is privileged to anoint the sheep it is only by the power of the holy spirit that any christian can become who he is supposed to be a shepherd is privileged to help people to receive the holy spirit through the power of god in the middle east shepherds wrap their sheep with ointment to ward off the flies and insects the smell of the ointment keeps the flies away from the sheep it is your privilege to wrap your sheep with ointment anoint them with oil Reinhard Bonke said the Lord told him to have fire conferences so that all the new converts at his crusades would receive the Holy Spirit and speak in tongues this effort to let the new converts receive the Holy Spirit and speak in tongues is the shepherding anointing is the shepherding anointing is the shepherd anointing the sheep with oil what a privilege to ensure that your sheep receive the Holy Spirit and speak in tongues can you imagine me with a bottle of oil looking for sheep like like this with a bottle of oil looking for sheep to anoint first of all I must have the oil you don't get the point I mean the privilege of anointing you is, is the privilege of having the oil myself If I don't have a mind to anoint you, I will never look for oil. And they are pastors without oil. If you see me with a bottle pouring oil on someone, it means I have the oil. See, the privilege is that I have the oil. I want to send you from here. Go. Have sheep. And anoint them with oil. If you live here with this mind, it will lead you on a journey to look for oil yourself. That's why when the man met John and Peter, Peter said, Silver and gold have I none. So you cannot give what you don't have. So he said, Such as I have, give I thee. Because you must anoint your sheep with oil. It will lead you on a journey to find the oil. And even me, I spent time yesterday pouring oil. My shoes, 
my arms, my hands were filled with oil. My shirts was oiled. You can't, Zimbabwe, I don't know whether there's something called charcoal. Did you have it here? Coal. Wood that is bent in a way and we use it for fire. You have it here also? Charcoal. Go to the market. By evening time, the woman who is giving charcoal to others has become black. The oil you minister becomes the oil that is in your life. And the oil in your life oils your life. You see, if you didn't have the mind to anoint somebody, you would never look for oil. Therefore, your life will be a dry life. But it is because you are on a journey to anoint someone and you got oil, now your life itself has oil. Even though originally your intention was not to get oil for yourself. Your intention was to get the oil for someone. And that oil makes your life easier. It makes the things you do easy. It elevates your life's work. I pray that everyone here will embark on a journey to be anointed because you will need at a point in time or the other, you will need to anoint your sheep with oil no sheep will follow you because the oil you give them is the oil that drives away the flies any sheep following me has had something to fight an enemy the flies are the evil spirits so my prayer for you is that you will be anointed one day my prayer for you that you will seek to be anointed you will honor the anointed you will chase the anointed and you will make every effort to catch the anointed the Lord help you may you not lose the privilege don't stand there and watch others become shepherds and you don't seem bothered it's a sign that you are not normal in your mind because if you knew the privileges that inure to those who are shepherds you would scramble for an opportunity don't wait for your pastor to appoint you find someone and love the person into Christ don't wait for titles I said don't wait for titles some of you must pass people without your pastor's knowledge it's not your business I'm doing something wrong. if you recognize it and you want to give me an official status that's fine but I will not allow your accent or the absence of it your accent I should say your accent 
or the absence of your assent to determine whether I should serve God or not. It would be very nice if you could appoint me. But I, without appoint, I'll, I'll preach. Lift your hands, everyone. The Lord grant you grace. The Lord empower you. Taskapa Tramagastapatoskata. You are joining a new group. It's called the group of shepherds. Father, open their eyes. Touch their hearts. Grant them the privilege to experience your power in a whole new way. May we become shepherds like Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. Be seated. We trust that you have been mightily blessed and affected by the word of God preached by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Do join one of our lovely services from the Mackinac Cathedral near Valley View University, OUB, Accra, this and every weekend at 7.30pm on Saturdays as well as 7.30am and 12 noon on Sundays. Connect with Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo on Facebook Live Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and on your favorite podcast app. Thank you for joining us. God bless you.